Come on. <laughs> and it was milky. Dumpster flies. Dumpster flies. Dirt maggots. But if you get it on them, they'll eat it. Oh, I'm sure she gives it to them way worse than we do, and we just don't see it. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> we can Whoa. slam cutthroat right now. You have forever to do it. There's not a time frame, which is cool. So, you know, I liked it so much. I went out when I got my second slam. I uh, did it with my wife. There was guys who've done it in a day. And I'm, I'm just not that good enough anymore, I guess. So You're going, man, this thing is two feet wide and six inches deep. Now just push up there through the middle. Go real slow. Don't move out of your way. But if you honk and they scatter, I'll shoot you. At least they were catching fish and enjoying the day, but it was just, it was hilarious because they didn't know the difference between a brown trout and a cutthroat. So what we need to do, we need, we need to go on a slam journey with the three of us. It's just a feel-good deal for you, Brandon. It's just one more thing to be excited about. I'm working so hard, but how can it be harder? I think, you know, our, our list of that we shall not talk about, that is on. That's so Tankara is so hot right now. Shut up. I mean, Tankara is so hot. Ooh. It's one spicy little potato. <laughs> you know, I've noticed something. Whenever I say, oh, take that out, yeah, you don't. No. <laughs> He's like, Keep it leaky, guys. Let the whispering begin. The whispering begin. Okay, cool. It's been a good time. <laughs> like that Ging Gang Twins song. <laughs> hey, how you doing, pretty mama? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say the rest. <laughs> <No>. I know <laughs> it. I'm not going to say it. You need to stop right there. Rain it in. There, All right. Raining it in. Raining it in. Welcome to Leaky Waiters episode three. Everybody, thank you for joining us. I am Cole Larson. Oh, we're getting we're getting stuff thrown at us. In case you didn't know, we have stickers now. And we have koozies. You can't have one yet, but maybe soon. Yeah, stickers. We've got stickers. Uh, maybe we should just leave some at the shop here for the people who just want them. You know what? I'll tell you what. You know, How many did you, you give me? One? I don't know. That many? That many? Stack of them. I'll tell you what, guys. If you come to I've Angler... got more, too. Okay. I've got more at home. Well, with what I have here, if you come to Angler's Den in Roy, Utah... You see me here, James, that guy. me, and you tell me that you heard us on Leaky Waiters, I will give you a free sticker until supplies run out. Mm, that's a good deal right so there. So does that mean you can come back every day? No, one time. Okay. Yeah. One time. Yeah, right. just one time. One time. Now, if you're a super fan, I may give you two. Oh. <laughs> These are uh, limited edition for now, at least, because we only have so many, so... Come get one. They're real nice. They've got a nice weather coating, uh, durable deal on them. But anyways, stickers are neat. Everyone loves those. I, again, I am Cole Larson. I'm joined here tonight with, not formerly known. <laughs> I'm here with James, who is also known as the artist Banksy, by the way. Oh, In case Banks. you didn't know. I didn't know. This now is we Banksy. Know. We know now. Banksy. We know. Oh. I'm sorry, man. Where'd you get Banksy from? That's, that's something Banksy would say. See that? He's trying to keep it on the down low, but we outed you. Oh, you outed me, huh? All right. I see how you go. All right. All right. I came out of the footlocker. Came, you came out of the darkness. Out so. of the darkness. Here we go. All right. James, how you doing tonight? Man, I'm doing great. It's good to be here again, as it always is with you and then with uh, our producer Brandon from the Banyan Collective. Yo, yo. He uh, has been making us sound better than what we really are. So he's done a he's done a lot more work than we have, but it's been really good. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. Uh, you know, he should be getting paid more. He should be getting paid more. You know, I'm, but we, I'm looking for a double in salary here soon. A double so, in yeah. salary. Two. We talked about it. Two beers. Two beers. Two yeah, beers, we're yeah. gonna give you two beers. two beers. I think we can arrange that. Yeah, we could probably do that. But no, he makes yeah. us sound good. He uh, 
takes care of us. So we just got to do the easy part to sit here and talk and giggle and kind of laugh and tell jokes and stuff. But he does all the work behind the scenes and, you know, really helps us out a lot. We really do appreciate him and everything Brandon has done and the Banyan Collective. Absolutely. We're happy to be part of the family. So speaking of giving you more beers, uh, we are drinking tonight on this fine evening. You went to Cutthroat Pale Ale. Pale Ale. Now, I know that we were drinking this two episodes ago, but tonight we have a special reason because we are talking about that fish right there in particular. So we're going to get into that in a few moments. Uh, but, you know, first, what, what have you had going on? You were down in Moab for a minute, yeah, not fishing. No, I, just, I was down there not on a fishing trip. I uh, went down with an organization called uh, Team Rubicon, which is a disaster relief uh, organization. And what we did was some wildfire mitigation along a creek back there inside of Moab. And we also did a class for uh, teaching people how to use chainsaw safely. So we're there from Thursday through yesterday. We cut a bunch of trees down, cleared a bunch of brush, tried to stop wildfires from uh, hurting the town like it happened last year with them. So lots of work. Wow. No fishing. There was absolutely no time for that. So... I don't think there's really even anywhere to go nearby there. Uh, there's some place far away, but we didn't have time. Didn't even yeah. pack a rod, so yeah. wasn't even fishing related. But it was it was a good deal. It was a big uh, big service organization giving back to the community, all done by volunteers. So it sounds like a really cool thing from what you've told me about it. So yeah, it's way cool. You know, if the people want to get on and you know help out that organization, is there a way they can learn more, make a donation? I mean, because they're a nonprofit, right? Yeah, it's, they're actually a five hundred one three C. Uh, based out of uh, Los Angeles, and they have their national training center in Dallas. If you Google Team Rubicon Disaster Response, you'll find their webpage, and there should be a link on there to do don do donations. Uh, one thing that's really cool about this group is that it was started by a couple uh, guys who used to be Marines, and it's turned into a veterans program. You don't have to be a vet to be involved, but you could be a kick-ass civilian, come in there. They have a job for everybody. So if, uh, if you're interested in it, uh, look it up. Lots of good information, lots of good videos to talk about it. Uh, it's, a pretty, it's a really top-notch organization, and I'm really glad to be a part of it. So uh, they do some good stuff. Excellent, excellent. Well, yeah, get on there. If you're interested in helping out, you know, by all means, uh, yeah. reach out through their website, or I'm sure if you email James directly or hit him on our social media, he'd probably help get you in the right direction as well. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. So I went over the Weber River tonight. Oh, yeah. I had to drive down to Bountiful to pick up a car part, and I've been going nonstop since like 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, but I drove over the river, and it was milky. A little dirty. It was huh? chocolate. Yeah. It was a chocolate river. A little, this warm weather and uh, some rain and stuff we had this weekend is causing some runoff on it, so it dirtied it up some. There's a lot of snow to come down, too. We've got a lot of snow to come down. That's a great thing. Hey, water is good. I mean, it's going to fill our reservoirs up. We'll have some runoffs we'll have to deal with uh, you know, probably all the way into June. But, hey, you know, we got to have water. Fish got to have water. So it's, it's all going to be good. Let's see. I'm going to pull up the snowpack totals right now for Utah. Uh, Weber Ogden's currently sitting at 130% of average. So That's a lot of snow. That's a good, that's a good day. Man, southeast Utah, 203%. Everyone's way up over 100%. I think the lowest one on here is Northeast Uintas, and it's still, no, Bear River, 115%. Yeah, that's good. It's a good year. Yeah, our reservoirs will fill up. They'll go over top. We'll have plenty of water to play in in the summer. So with that being said, with our chocolatey, blown-out river right now, uh, how's the fishing? Are people coming into the shop and 
reporting catches. What's going on? Yeah, they've been coming in here uh, up above uh, between Echo and uh, Rockport. Been catching some good fish up there. Um, let's see, caddis, uh, some caddis, some caddis larvae. Mainly right now, we've got blue wing starting to come off. Midges and blue wing patterns will be good. Uh, your nymphs, you know, zebra midges, uh, jujubatis, uh, pheasant tail, sow bugs, stuff like that. It's been doing really good nymph-wise. But they have been talking about how the water's a little dirty, which is okay because the fish are still going to eat. You're just going to have to run your rig all the way through multiple times so it hits them right on the nose. San Juan worms is perfect. Dumpster flies. Dumpster flies. Dumpster. Dirt maggots. Dirt ma- mud. Was it dirt? I was no. trying to think of it earlier. Uh, mud like, maggots. Maggot. Mud, mud maggots. maggots. Yeah. Dirt call... maggots like is another variation of that. <laughs> yeah. That's like the uh, the dry fly version of the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> of the mud maggot. Yeah, but no, it's actually fishing pretty good. Uh, guys are doing pretty good on olive, um, olive and black bully buggers, small sculpt, all sculpting patterns on the cloudy days. They're they're, they're catching some fish. A little tougher right now, but you just got to get out and do it. It's fishing. Nothing's a guarantee. Yeah, it was explained to me once that a lot of fishermen, they get scared off when the water turns brown and starts moving really fast. But a guy by the name of Kelly Gallup, I heard him once say that, yeah, when that water starts to pick up like that, those fish put on a big old feed bag. Yep. And they chow down. So it's a really good time. You know, they're just not going to move as far because they can't see mm-hmm. your fly. But if you get it on them, they'll eat it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because I mean, that's why I'm saying you got to run it through the through the hole of the run. You know, you may be off four inches. They're not going to see it. They're not going to move. So you got to kind of bounce it off their nose. And when the water gets high and fast, they're either going to go to the bottom behind rocks, or they're going to move up and over to the sides in the slacker water. So higher water actually is easy, actually can be easier fishing because they're going to be up close where the water where the current's a little slower. They're not having to expend a lot of energy. I think. Sure. So, yeah. Sure. All the all the lakes around here are still frozen up. I took my boy up last night. We went and drove by Pineview. He just wanted to go on a drive. Yeah. Did you? What time did you go? My van was parked up there. Where? What time did you go? I was up uh, there till about six forty-five. Where were you at? I was parked at uh, the Windsurfer Beach lot on the. I guess that would be the southwest side. I uh, I didn't. We drove past there. We went up to Maverick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You drove past. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we, the, we went to Maverick. And tan van was there in the parking lot. I saw one vehicle there, and I saw a guy walking around, but I, I maybe, maybe it was missed. you, and I just didn't connect That's it. That's funny, yeah. But yeah, we, we went and drove past it. The back, I was just, uh, I was working, and I had the, the, it was beautiful, and it's completely frozen still. Yeah. So, yeah, we got, I heard a local up there said, oh, it'll be broke up in a few days. So we'll see if that local is right. Yeah. I think if we get some wind, some good sun on it here, and we get some wind action blown, I think it'll start coming off. The edges looked kind of open, real open, and up on the north end there, where the North Fork comes in, yeah, that was all open. But I think that's mostly from the water raising up. Yeah, there's a lot of water coming down. I mean, yeah. all the lower elevation stuff's melted off, and you know, around Huntsville, you see those fields with little rivulets going through, and you know, flooding out. So there's water adding to that lake. I couldn't believe there's still that much ice on it, though. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? I mean, I guess when we were up there that one night, what was that? Three weeks ago, ish. Three, four weeks ago. Yeah, about a month ago. Yeah, it's been a minute. God, don't yeah, we, we. I mean, the ice was like 14, 15 inches. Yeah, we had that. We had that slush layer and all that packed snow yeah. on top. Oh, yeah. And I was like, man, we should have drove out here. We could have. <laughs> well, whose truck were we in? We were in your Jeep, so we could have drove no, out No, no, we're not going to take my Jeep. We could have <laughs> took, took, took your Jeep. We could have took your car. That would have been really good if we'd taken your car. Well, but, soon enough, we'll have some open water ice-off opportunities. Yeah. 
at hand. I know up at Strawberry, that's uh, a real popular event. Man, so. you know, uh, ice off at Strawberry may not happen for a while. I mean, they have got yeah forty something inches of ice and frozen snow on top. It's going to be well into May by the time I think that thing gets opened up. Oh, at least, yeah, for sure. And what's funny here at the shop, we get people calling in. You know, in the November 1st, December, hey, is strawberry froze yet? Nope, it's the last one to freeze. And we'll start here, no kidding, about two weeks. Won't people want to know if the ice is off of strawberry because they want to get back on it in their boats. They're tired of fishing it through the ice. Now they want to boat fish. Now it's like, no, it's not, not open yet. The best time up there is that like three or four days when it's just coming off the edges. Have you ever fished that during that time? Yeah, that's when we were talking about the bananas when we went up there and I th- oh, and our buddy okay. was, and he yeah. was eating uh, sea biscuit was eating bananas and fucking sea biscuit. He no, he didn't eat bananas. He drank that banana juice, and we're up, we're up there when it was perfect and still couldn't catch anything. You hear that sea biscuit? Never forgets. I never. I wasn't there, and I'm never going to forget. <clears throat> no, because I keep talking about it. I was a little mad. That's okay. That's okay. He needs it. He he deserves everything we give him. He's married now, so he can you know yeah. we can dish it out harder, right? Yeah, we he's used to rule. it by now. Well, I know his wife. She's a sweetheart. Oh, I'm sure she gives it to him way worse than we do, and we just don't see it. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, here we go. Moving on. Sorry, Brandon. I I just had to stop myself because I I almost went somewhere, and I know you know where I was going to go. I know you did. We're not going to do it. You were going to Cutthroat? Is that what you, Cutthroat. Is that we what you, were going to the Cutthroat Slam. The yeah, Utah, moving on. Utah Cutthroat Slam. So let's talk about a few things. What is the Utah Cutthroat Slam? Well, it is a program that was started in, I believe, 2016 is when it first got introduced. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty yes, sure it was, it's 2016. And what it is is it's $20. Man, I might be getting all this wrong. Is it 20 or 25 No, it's actually $20. Okay, $20. And I think all but a couple of those dollars. One. One dollar? 19 of that. 19 of the 20 goes back in the See, cutthroat rehab. this is the guy who, you researched this today, didn't you? No, I've already or done it. you just know it. You've, I know it. He's just smart. Smart ass. <laughs> you said it, not me. I know. I'll just call it like I see it. <laughs> so you register for the slam. You have forever to do it. There's not a time frame, which is cool. Because I know a lot of people, they would think, I'm not going to get this done in a year. You can take three years like I did to do it. And what you do is you go around the state and you visit all of the watersheds where the four native subspecies of, tr- of cutthroat trout exist. And you have to catch that species of cutthroat trout in its natural range. You document it, take a quick picture, and then you submit this to the Utah Division of Wildlife Resources. They review your catches, they certify it, they send you a really sweet coin and a certificate. Okay, wait. When it said cutthroat slam, I may have been misunderstanding that. What do you mean? We could well, slam cutthroat right now. No, I was slamming them on rocks. Is that not what it's about? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's the cutthroat bonk program. Oh, that's coming out in three years now. No. <laughs> Once there's too many because we saved them all. Yeah. No, it's actually a pretty good deal. I did mine that first year it came out. Um, my brother and I went out and did it and it took us a month and a half. And uh, Those are rookie numbers. Yeah, it was. It really was. There was guys who've done it in a day, and I'm, I'm just not that good enough anymore, I guess, so... Uh, but now we got ours done, and uh, we tried to get it in, and so we're, we're looking at trying to do a double or even a three peat that summer. 
but it took them three weeks to certify our first one. Yeah, there was some miscommunication. We'll yeah. just say miscommunication. Uh, I would I would say that uh, DWR didn't have their shit together when they did this. <laughs> um, <That's fine. clears throat> no, it's actually no, and, and it's absolutely it. true. Yeah, they fixed it. They they didn't put their intent properly down, and I played by their rules and uh, on some drainages they got it wrong. So but James it, found a loophole through some creative interpretations. Well, I just followed exactly what they said and played on their maps. And when they came back, said, "Well, that wasn't our intent." I said, "Well, I don't know what your intent is. This is how I did it." And so we had a long, hard discussion about it. It's not a big deal. It gave me an excuse to go fishing again. So, but I was just trying to prove a point that they screwed up and they really didn't want to admit it. But the next morning, everything on the website was all changed over with new information and maps. So you were the arbiter of change and progress. Yes, yes. I think, and I'm, I'm hopefully, it's for the better of the program. I it, think so. Which is, I mean, this is really cool because, you, you know, you're going to go to places to catch fish, you know, like the Yellowstone Cutthroat and the Raft River drainage. I would have I would never, never, never drive two and a half hours to fish um, a little runoff creek, you know, just to catch a small fish. I would have never gone up here and did it, but it got me up there, and it was like, man, this is a cool area, and this is a cool fish. So, you know, I liked it so much. I went out when I got my second slam, I uh, did it with my wife, the Cutthroat Slam. And we hit, uh, um, so I took her up there, we got our fish, and I got her to get, I got her onto three of the, uh, the three, four species in one day. And then I took another guy up, and we got three in one day, and then we finished them up later. But what was really cool was you got to go uh, some really cool places to catch a really cool fish in their natural habitat. And knowing that, you know, you paid some money to do it, yeah, I got my coin, got my certificates. I think it adds value. It does. And it, you're helping. You know, yeah, you're, you're helping. Yeah, you're helping. It's like, hey, I'm doing something good for it. But I also got to go out, and now you appreciate, or no, I do, uh, where some of these fish live. Because you walk up to this creek, and you're going, man, this thing is two feet wide and six inches deep. It's a freestone creek. How do these fish make a living in here year-round? And they do. And you're just, it's just amazing what, what, what they have to deal with to live in those small creeks. Pretty impressive. Yeah, really impressive. Let's give a quick rundown of the four subspecies. So we've got the Bonneville cutthroat trout, the Colorado River cutthroat trout, the Bear River cutthroat, and the Yellowstone cutthroat. Now, some important distinctions here. Uh, the Bonneville and the Bear River are so closely related genetically, side by side, you cannot tell them apart. They look exactly the same. But there has been a lot of... Uh, really nerdy fish DNA studies done to show that they are slightly different. So if you're in that native range and you catch one, that counts towards those. Now, the trout that are in strawberry, the cutthroat trout, there are of the Bear River or Bear Lake strain. So that does not count towards your cutthroat slam. Interesting fact. Yeah. And what's really cool about it, when you go through here and it says, if you go on the website and you're looking at doing this, it'll say where to find them. The website actually tells you rivers, uh, drainages, where to fish for it. I mean, it has all the information that you can use to go out and, and chase your uh, cut slam, which is really neat. Uh, the the biggest problem I've seen with people coming in, at you know, asking us here at the shop, uh, hey, where do I go, uh, was the Yellowstone, because everybody had a hard time finding those creeks. So... Well, you blink, you miss them. Yeah, exactly. And it was, I guess it was... The summer of six, of eight, uh, 16. Summer of 69. 
Brian Adams song. Yeah. yeah. Is that right? And we're on we're on the old music reference. Man, we got we gotta have some background music here, you know? That's good catch. So anyway, so DWR came over and brought us a sheet that actually had uh you know the, if you look at the Yellowstone cutthroat like I'm doing here on um on their website, it talks about Johnson Creek, One Mile, and Wildcat. And it tells you kind of about where it's at. But if you've never been up there, you're going to miss it. So they actually brought in a list of all the little feeder creeks with GPS coordinates on where to go and how to get there and, and instructions. When we were up there uh, early last summer, we had uh, we pulled into One Mile. There's actually a sign. If you're here for the Cutthroat Slam, walk 300 yards up here. You'll see a feeder creek, fish up in there. There's actually signage to help you locate it because they realized it was really hard. And a lot of people were coming in going, man, we just can't figure out where to catch them. And they're just coming back from up there. And it's like, okay, here's where you go. We'll get on uh, Google Earth. I'll show them where I've been. And then they go back up and come back the next day. Hey, that was awesome. We caught a couple of them. We're done. So there's a sign. Did did the DWR put that sign up there or is it just some – Body being helpful. No, it's DWR did that. Oh, nice. And what's really cool, they want people to succeed at it because I think they really want them to get back in there and be successful and actually appreciate what they're uh, what they're experiencing and in, in, in to catch these fish. I just finished mine. The Bonneville eluded me for the longest time. In that's the, f- the easiest one to catch. I know. I know. And that's why it was pissing me off so bad. <laughs> so every time I go out to find one of these fucking fish, I, I would either catch everything else or everybody with me would catch them, and I wouldn't get any. It was just, it was super frustrating. It was horrible. I mean, it wasn't horrible. I was fishing. It was still cool. But it was really aggravating because I got the hard ones done within the first two weeks. Boom, boom, boom. Done, done, done. And then, yeah, the Bonneville, the one that's in our backyard that I probably live within a quarter mile of a fish, you know, at any given time. I couldn't freaking get it, so... I finally got it done, and I'm ready for round two. Yeah. Round two. I'm, I'm set because, one, I want to continue to help support this program. And number two is I want another coin so I can display it like yours where you got heads and tails. Front and back. You got to have both sides. It's a beautiful coin. It's a really cool coin. So what's really important when you do the cutthroat slam, please know what the difference between a brown trout <laughs> and a cutthroat, okay? So when we went up to uh, up on the Logan – uh, my brother and I went up there to get our uh, to get our Bear River, and uh, we pull into this uh, campground. It's Red Rocks, Red Bank. Red, I think it's Red Bank's campground. And there's three other guys in there fishing, and they came over and asked us if we were there to catch cutthroat for our slam. So, oh yeah, we just got to come in here and catch a couple real quick, and we're done. Just need a one and done, and we're gone for the day. And they're like, man, we've been here all day long catching nothing but brown trout. We can't catch a cutthroat. Yeah, okay, you know, well we'll see what can happen. Go down there and. We were done in 20 minutes. I caught one. He caught one. We took pictures, goofed off for a minute. So we go back to the car, and we're getting our waders off, and a guy came over and said, y'all done? And I said, yeah, we both caught our cutthroats, and we're done. Well, cool. Let me see a picture of it. So I show him a picture of our of our fish. He goes, no, no, no. Those are brown trout. We make, That's what we've been catching all day. It's like, dude, uh, these are the cutthroat you're trying to catch. You're like, damn it. So he went down the river, told his buddies, and they're all cussing and moaning and, you know, kicking rocks because they've been catching cutties all day long. They just didn't know what they were doing. So at least, but at least they were getting the fish. Hey, at least they were catching fish and enjoying the day, but it was just it was hilarious because they didn't know the difference between a brown trout and a cutthroat. Pretty obvious, you know, to know this is – the brown trout is actually kind of brown, you know, and a cutthroat has, like, cutthroat markings. It, it's, you know what would be funny is if those guys listen to this and hear you talking shit. 
I hope they do. And I, and guys, if you are, congratulations on getting your bear, and I hope you finished your slam. But, you know, dude, get a fish ID class or something. That's, I mean, holy cow. James, James works at Angler's Den. And Roy, come Roy, say hi. Say, come yeah. say hi to me. I will I will draw you pictures of different fish. <laughs> I have some on, we have some displayed here. We have, $50, he'll, he'll give you a lesson. I'll give you a lesson on how to tell what a fish is. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Google sticker. Yeah, and I'll actually give you a sticker. But, dude, Google's a wonderful tool. Figure out what fish you're looking, you're catching. You're going to go to that much work. Yeah, I might as well know what you're after. Yeah. So it's kind of comical, you know. It's like, you know, you run into that. I don't know what this is. So that 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 made the day even better. You know, when I got my Yellowstone, I went up with our friend Brandon Archuleta. Yeah. We know Brandon. And he and I did that one together. And we were on this road, the only road on the north slope of the Raft River Mountains there. And there was this uh, massive herd of cattle just in the road. They're, you know, guys on horses. They're moving their stock somewhere. I don't know if that's what you even call it, moving your stock, <laughs> livestock. <laughs> and we're behind them. We're like, well, we're going to be sitting behind this all day. And then guy comes up and rides up the back. <laughs> I roll down my window, and he goes, and I'm going to try to sound like him. So give me just a moment. i got to prepare. Because I feel like his voice is kind of what makes it. Now just push up there through the middle. Go real slow. They'll move out of your way. But if you honk and they scatter, I'll shoot you. <laughs> yeah. He said it just like that. I'll shoot you. And then he repeated it again. I'll shoot you. Yeah. And Brandon's kind of laughing. He's kind of chuckling. And I'm like, I don't think he's No, he, No, he's not messing around. Yeah. We'll disappear. <laughs> no one will come and Nobody find us. Nobody will know. Yeah. <laughs> not up yeah. there. So <laughs> that was a good experience. And we went up there. And I've never been so excited to catch these. That was tiny a really good impression, fish. though. In my head, that's that's, what that's exactly how he that's sounded. How, like, how yeah. he sounded, and I'm like, uh, that's pretty good, okay, man. You know what was funny? Because I went up there and went where you guys went. You told me how to get up there to the Johnson it? Johnson Creek Brown Brown's, Brown's Canyon Brown's Brown's Canyon of yeah. Johnson Creek. That uh-huh. is like eight tenths of a mile hike in there. Yeah, yeah. And as we were walking up, we're looking down on the in Johnson. Look, look at the fish. Well. We probably walked right by a whole bunch of cutthroat, but that was a pretty hike to get back in there. Oh yeah, it got it gets kind of thick, a little thick up yeah. towards the top, but it's yeah, it's neat and no one's gonna bug you. No, it'll be up well, there all day. My brother, and my dad were up there. We weren't there twenty minutes. Here comes two other ding dongs up there beside what? behind us. Yeah, and they're like, "Where are y'all fishing?" I'm fishing from here to that rock all the way up there on that hill. I got th- I'm going to fish this whole section, but I already caught three fish, so y'all can go around that bush. And they went up, each of them caught one and walked out. Of course, we got laughing. I was like, you know what would have been funny? Is if we had us a skillet and a campfire going, been frying fish. <laughs> like, Jeff, we need two more for lunch. You know, <laughs> be out through the middle of nothing, have someone walk up on your frying Yellowstone cutties. Good thing everybody's working to save these things because yeah. they're tasty. Man, we need more. Donate money. Yeah, we, of course, we <laughs> laughed about that of all the times to sit there and, you know, been doing something stupid to have that happen. But no, we didn't. We did not fry fish that day. Nor the next. We actually released them all back. Those things are so small. Oh, it'd take half a dozen to make a sandwich. At least. At least. And just, you'd have to clean them with like a pair of uh, tweezers. Dude, sardines are bigger than some of those. Yeah. But it counts. It It counts. counts. And they're native. And you can count it. So it's cool. Yeah, that that was a cool hike back up in there catching that one. Yeah. So have you already started your third? Not yet. Perfect. I need to start my second. Brandon we, over there. You want to do it with us? Yeah, I'm in. Okay. What are we doing? Because you you said before you wanted to learn fly fishing. Yep. And maybe we could document well, that. I bet you I could, out of beginner's luck, get my first before James gets his third. 
I dude, totally I got a dollar. <laughs> I'll, I'll slap leather on that one. I'll bet you. Okay, we're going to do it. Wait, you have to catch them. It can't, be, catch his, it can't be his fish I'm, that you hold. No, I'll, I will get the in, in the net. It, yeah. In the hand, yeah. No, in the net. We, I, haven't, I haven't even gone yet. I haven't perfected getting it. It's Cole's hand. So basically, he'll- I'll take the picture. If I take a picture, it happened. Isn't that what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's right. No picture, it never happened? <laughs> you know, we know somebody that always posts pictures of other people holding fish that you supposedly caught. You know what? I wonder if, yeah. I'm not going to name names. That slam has been completed six times by this person, even though never knows anything about it, which is absolutely amazing. It's funny. So what we need to do, we need we need to go on a slam journey with the three of us and, ju- and just record on each one, just little segments on each deal. Yeah, and, and, just and then, make a weekend out yeah, of it. Yeah, I like that. Or a weekend, like we said, okay, we're up here at this location trying to catch this. Yep, we all did it. Then we just record at each place we fish. Yeah. And, and then you think you could work your match to kind of make an episode out of that? Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. You want to start on like Saturday or something? When do we start? Let's do this. Yeah, we could Let's do start it early Saturday morning and then, you we, know, we could do I two of my, them. No, we could do three. Three what? We can get three fish in a day. Yeah, but I mean, we want to enjoy ourselves, not just drive. Okay, so, but here's the thing. If we do three in one day for that other lake, other place we go to, uh-huh. we can <laughs> yeah, make- The secret place. We're not place. talking about yeah, it. Yeah, the secret place. Then we, then we can make a fun float day out of that one. Out of secret place? Yeah. Take the drift boat up. Hmm. If we do three one day, it's a long day. It's like leaving at four in the morning and getting home at dark. And I would do it in May. If we do the three in one day. We do the Yellowstone. And then we go camp there. We make our camp there. And then we spend the whole next day there. Dude, there's no way. We'd be there at midnight. So? I'm old. I'm afraid of the dark? No, I'm I'm old. I got to sleep in my bed. (laughs) I have a van. Sleeps one Wait, is, is you're the van that says free candy on the side? Oh, the candy's on the inside. Oh, yeah, candy hugs. Yeah. Oh. It's right. <laughs> free hugs. Get it right, man. Don't be, <laughs> don't be ignorant. But yeah, I mean, we could probably, well, I don't want to drag the drift boat all over. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. So that's we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. out. But yeah, we can we can definitely do that. Just do a whole weekend, uh, make that one whole episode and post pictures and do that. That'd be, that'd be pretty epic to do a. I think it would be way epic, especially if Brandon learned, because you've never fly fished. I've never fly. Okay, so. Uh, mm, eh. I've thrown a fly in Yellowstone uh, on a weird canal lake thing, like off the side of the road when uh, London, the the host of the Bug Huckers who started that show, uh, was, he basically tied everything on for me and everything. And I, I was in his, London's five, six on a good day, right? <laughs> sure, sure. I'm five, nine. Okay. He, I'm in his waders. I got some camel toe from hell and I'm walking out in the middle of this I mean, they're stretched on me, and I'm walking out in the middle of this lake, and I'm having a ball, a ball. And um, I got a bite. I don't remember. I don't remember landing a fish though, so I don't think I caught one. I know I got a bite, and, and I think I handed it to London. Is what happened because I panicked. I don't know what's okay. So here's the deal. So can, I've never. I don't think I've ever really caught a fish on a fly. No. Okay, you okay. won't. You won't have to wear waders. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, ever because I, I don't want to see that. I kind of want to, no. but the ones that actually yeah. fit. Yeah. No, we because <laughs> we'll we'll never have to wear waders. Okay. All right. You've never fished before. I can, I can, I got a dollar says I can get him to get his cut slam. I can teach him how to do it. And get don't his you cut dare slam. bring any bananas. No, nope, I ain't. I'm not going to sabotage it. <laughs> don't. We're going to do it right. We're going to see how good you guys are of like setting me up for success. Oh, it's done. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. All right, this deal, man. Wise. We could do this. Yeah. Yeah. This will be a fun le- trip. Leaky waiter cut slam. Expedition. Expedition 2019. 
Man. God, I'm excited already. It's gonna be it. it's yeah. gonna be sweet. Down yeah. boy down. Speaking it's of other cutthroats and other I'm, expeditions. I'm like ready to go. <laughs> Man. So there's another cutthroat that exists here in Utah, but it's not technically a native species to here. It's the Lahontan cutthroat. So it's not on this list. But we're going on a trip here in what are we at? Three weeks? Uh, two and a half. Two and a half weeks. But I'm not counting. Because two and a half weeks from now we should be in Crosby's Lodge eating a gut bomb gut bomb dent, meatloaf. Gut bomb grease bomb mm. meatloaf. Mm. And consuming dirty squirts. Dirty squirts. Dirty squirts, man. I love them dirty squirts. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, so it's coming. It's coming up pretty quick. I'm. I'm ready for this trip. Pyramid Lake. That's where we're headed. Mm. If in case you didn't know already, and there's some big old cutthroats in that lake, and we're gonna Where's hopefully Pyramid? catch a few. Uh, it's like thirty-ish miles outside of Reno, Nevada. Oh, okay. So it's a little bit of a drive. Yeah, but and we've done it before. It's good. Like, like this time of year is a good time to go, I it's guess. It's amazing. Yeah, I wish yeah. I was there right now. Uh, I'm seeing everybody on social media with these massive 25-pound fish. And I'm just like, but you know what's oh, funny? Man. When I went to Moab, I didn't post anything anywhere, and y'all really don't know exactly where I was. I could have been over there. Moab's not a big place. No, but I could have gone to Pyramid and done a pre-trip. You didn't. You're right, I didn't. But I just want to talk <laughs> shit. I just, it sounded good. Because I know, I know one of our buddies is like, you better not. <laughs> I'll... Yeah, I already caught the first fish. When is that? Three weeks ago. Next year. <laughs> next year. <laughs> That's yeah, the plan for we'll next We'll do that next year. We'll, we'll make a, make a turn and burn on that one. But no, man, two and a half weeks we're going to be in uh, at Pyramid Lake. It is possible to catch some Lahontan cutthroats in Utah out in the Pilot Peak area out there. There's also a couple other small streams here um, in Weber County that supposedly hold some very small uh, versions, small populations. Not the big 20-pound monsters like you're going to see no. there by any means. But you can't catch them. So if you want to expand your cutthroat slam, maybe get a little star in your own heart, uh, That's that might be a good thing to do. There's also yeah. greenbacks, uh, which are that's I believe color. they're endangered. I, I yeah. think they're like almost non-existent. But there they're, are a few they're mainly a Colorado fish, I think. Yeah. So what's a, what's a star in your heart? You know, you, get a, you could get a little asterisk by your name in the oh. book. But okay. it's not going to be in the book, so it's just got to be within you. You know you did got it. it. It's in my heart. Yeah. I feel it, yeah. Down there in the cockles. Cockles. Yeah. I think those got damaged last time we wore waders, you know, so, yeah. I'm loaded. I caught a fish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fish oh, fish oh, <laughs> I did it. It's just a feel-good deal for you, Brandon. It's just one more thing to be excited about. I, I am interested to see your, your teaching techniques, although I only had one little coach in a very short, short, short afternoon. But I think he changed my fly like 17 times. So I'm interested uh, to see no, what's I, going on I'm here. real simple. You tie on one fly, and if they, if they don't need it, they don't need to be caught. So, no, nah, dude, I've actually, I, got, I got you hooked up. We'll, we'll have fun on this. We'll get it. We'll get it. And then maybe uh, for my round three, your round four, if we do it again, we can take it up a notch further. Uh, you know those Old Spice commercials with Von Miller, and he's like, I'm working so hard, but how can it be harder? And he does all this ridiculous stuff to, like, he puts a hive of bees on his head and ties his shoes, and, yeah, well, well maybe we could be like, okay, we're going to do it all in one day using one fly. And one, one fly ooh, only. What, what Not you, one path. type of fly. No, one fly. The one you tie on in the morning is the one you got to That's lose? the one, and hey, if you, know, you bust it off... You're done. You're done. You know, I know some guys that did the Wyoming cut slam. They did that. They tied on an elk hair caddis 
one fly and did it all in one day on one fly in Wyoming. See, I think that would be – that's the next level, I feel. Once you've got it done a couple times, okay, let's make it interesting. So then when we do five and six – we could catch them with the bare hands. Well, no, we'll, bear, we'll, uh, we'll bob. We'll, we'll catch them like we're bobbing for apples. <laughs> well, we'll, as long as we don't do tenkara, I'm cool with it. Nah, that no. Nah. Let's don't even touch that. that. That's th- that's on our list of no nos. That, that, that's our. I think you know our list of that we shall not talk about. That is on. That's so the, the we digress. Word. Let's move on. But Ten, yeah, a one fly. Tenkara is so hot right now. Shut up. I mean. We're not. I you, get it. I get it. I get it. It's not, not my thing. So hot though. It's so hot. That Tankara. It's so hot. We don't. Right now. We don't talk about. We don't talk about Tankara or bananas at all. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. Tankara is so hot. Ooh. It's one spicy little potato. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! You creeped me out. Oh man. man. I've had a weird day. <laughs> James, you're gonna have people coming like, "Hey, do you take trades? I got a tin car in the car. I, I won't trade that for anything." Oh snap! No, I, we don't. We don't carry tin car. But it's still a good backpacking rod. I hear. I have no clue. It's just a different. We're not method. going here. It's guys. just a different. Let, method. Let's don't. Let's don't do this. No, let's stop the train before it can leaves you, the station. Can you catch? Back it up. Can you? Can you catch the the slam on a tin car? Is that a thing? Technically, yeah, you could. But it's I'd be a tin car cutthroat slam. I would be ashamed to do it that way. <laughs> Guys, let's put this back in tin the car station. Tin car is like this. Okay, you walk into a fly rod or a fly shop. You're holding a tin car rod, and the guy behind the counter goes. Hey, that's a nice rod. Do they make it for men? <laughs> <laughs> My grandma. Not, a, not to disrespect the women by any means. Is old, you know, SNL reference there. Oh for my you. God! James loves Tenkara. If you couldn't tell. Stop it! Just stop it! I'm not going to knock it till I try it. Well, I just, I just oh man, my mind is just a running with comments, but <laughs> half of those are on our, on our thou shalt not talk about list. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, no, Don't that's kind of poking to see if you if you fall for it. Oh no, see if he takes the hey bait. man, this up here is a lot more than just a hat rack. Okay, I, I feel like if there if James ever runs out of things to say, just mention the word hashtag Tankara, and I think we're. I think we'll have a whole litany of ideas that just comes to mind. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm going to get you a banana-flavored Tenkara rod for your birthday. Oh, shit. Scratch and sniff. Scratch and sniff. <laughs> Lick it and stick it. Oh. <laughs> well, that, t- that, that, will, that will probably go up somewhere where the sun don't shine. That is, uh, that's pushing a little too far. <laughs> Jesus. All right, everybody. Can we can we move on now? Yeah, to... we can we can move on. That was good though. Can... I was having a little fun right I there. Know we were. I was having right. a great right. time. I could keep going with this. <laughs> well, I know we could, <laughs> but we better stop because Let's quit while we're ahead. We want to stay PG thirteen ish. Okay, we're I s- think we're still past that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think lick it and stick it. <laughs> lick it and stick it. Yeah, <laughs> blew us past that point. But... Yeah. Well, Brandon can do his magic and do a little editing on that part. I can do a little bit on there. Yeah. Well, he probably will. Yeah. You know, I've noticed something. Whenever I say, oh, take that out, yeah, you don't. No. <laughs> he's like, oh, hell no, that is staying. And he's like, he's already going, mm-mm, mm-mm. Because I'll listen to it and he's like, motherfucker. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool. Like, I'm glad after the fact. I'm like, I'm glad he did. It but sounds- I just think it's funny. That I'm like, oh, you please take that out. And nope, there it is. You know, like, that's a guarantee. It's what we should do, here. the stuff that we really don't want, 
that we want to keep in, hey, just say keep that, keep, keep that, that, yeah, keep that out, keep Ooh, that out, keep that, keep that, keep that in keep there, that, yeah, keep that. <laughs> but we, you're encouraging him because when, when you say no, he's like, mm, no, that stands. So we just people want to hear that <laughs> stuff, yeah. Do you really want to hear that kind of stuff, folks? I mean, get hold of us on Instagram and Facebook. And let us know what comments you really think. of whatever yeah. channel you're viewing this through. Yeah, Leaky Waiters, Leaky Waiters, At Leaky Waiters on Instagram, Leaky Way, Leaky Waiters, Waiters. Pod Space Cast. Pod ca- Cast. I'm changing that. We can change it now. Oh, it's no. past the no, night. No, 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 no. Yeah. Let's leave it. We're rev- oh, No, I know what bothers you. What? It's an Wait. executive face-off right here. Oh, just do we go it? with? Because <laughs> it's different, and we're obviously a little different. So you know let's what? Just leave it. There's other ways to be different, though. <laughs> it's being rebel. Be a rebel. You have a that's pod- not a rebellious thing. That's just that's not rebellious. Uh, we'll flip a quarter after the show. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands right now. <laughs> Leaky uh, Waiters Podcast on Facebook. Leaky Waiters Podcast. You'll still you'll, find it. Just search in Leaky see, Waiters you'll, Podcast. You'll find it. You'll see this little cute little mm-hmm. cool logo there with a reel on it with lightning bolts. That means it's going fast. Yeah. <laughs> with radio waves coming out of yeah. it. So, yeah, it's cool. And, yeah, come down, say hi. Come get a sticker if you want one. And uh, the Utah Cutthroat Slam, go to www dot utahcutthroatslam.org for more information on how to register and go out and support your native trout species you got anything else to add to that james i'm still still pissed about the tenkara thing no yeah i'm still i'm still shocked about scratch and sniff or whatever it was on that deal i'm it just blew me away i'm just kind of sitting here my brain just went to mush (laughs) i'm cole larson this is james young we're going to leave you this evening. Just remember, the world is mostly covered in waters of fishermen's part just to find the best places. Let's go find some. Let's go find some and get some leaks in our waders. Have a good night, everybody. Keep it leaky, guys. That was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>